Hey, what's up, Street Talks? Derek coming from the Eric and Street Photography Blog. So, just wanted to do a quick video with you on just sharing some random turbo thoughts I have about life and everything in between. All right. So, the idea today is the best life is the riskiest life. It's the most adventurous life. It's the most courageous life. It's the most interesting life. So, let me kind of share with you where I kind of gain these thoughts. All right. So, the where this thought comes from. So the basic notion is this. If you're living in some sort of modern society to essentially live a quote, quote, basic life, it's, it's pretty predictable, it ain't scary. Um, it's pretty predictable in terms of what's gonna happen to you, what's not gonna happen to you and so forth. And so I think considering that our life is short and uncertain, why waste any of our life doing playing it safe? Why waste any of our life you know, doing what's, you know, pretty basic and expected out of us. Why not use our precious lives to do crazy experimentation where we're living life unorthodoxly, you know, where we're li living life to the limit and where we're attempting things that we're not, we haven't tried before. So for example, um, I, was, I was writing an essay this morning about self-confidence. So confidence meaning faith in oneself and then what does faith mean? Essentially, it's kind of like this quote, quote, bl blind faith to somebody despite of their experience or observations or whatever. What I mean to say that is like this, is that like, for example, we often, uh, we often use this in like a religious context. So, you know, believing in God without direct experience or empirical proof. So without scientific proof. And so, for example, uh, let's say you never started a business before, but you want to start your own business you kind of do do need a sort of a blind faith in order to even attempt to start a business because you don't have personal experience you don't have direct empirical whatever and this is why i think so many people are attracted to video games is that there essentially is no risk or downside yet you could still risk a lot and have fun doing it and so that's why i think that you know real life or you know embodied reality tends to be much more interesting because there actually is more risk and I think that no matter how interesting and fun video games are it'll never be as fun as trying to do a one rep PR max in your your deadlift or whatever so another example from uh, powerlifting which I find quite interesting is this is if you have never attempted a one rep max PR so for example yesterday I attempted um, you know 450 in my deadlift and so let's say that um, I've never actually even tried or attempted to lift 450 pounds my body doesn't have empirical proof that I could do it because I never even tried it yet and so there's a this point where you need to kind of suspend your fear you need to suspend your self-doubts you need to essentially just take the risk and allow yourself to be a little bit blind or a little bit quote quote stupid before you even uh, attempt it and so I, i'm starting to realize that's why the way we think about risk and reward and stuff it's a little bit misconstrued i think it's you need to have you need to care so deeply and so strongly about some things that you're willing to risk everything and put everything online in order to get done. So I was recently thinking about Stanley Kubrick's 2001 Space Odyssey, which I consider his magnum opus and probably one of the best films 
made in history of all time. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, St Stanley Kubrick was an asshole, blah, blah. Even same thing with Steve Jobs, who I consider probably the most genius technologist who's probably ever lived, who actually had to do business and stuff like that, is that you need to have such a strong singular vision and you're not willing to compromise because you care that much deeply. And there's a certain point where actually the work becomes more important than you know yourself or your ego. And so even for me, when I've been in the moments where I'm like crazy into like, you know, blogging mode, photography mode or creating anything, I almost don't really care that like I made it, I, Eric Kim made it. It's more of like, I care so much about the work and this thing that I want to do that I'm willing to risk, you know, my reputation, risk the feeling of failure, risk, you know, uh, things that come with money or stuff like that. And I feel like that's what makes life so, so much more interesting is that when you put more risks. Now, obviously you don't want to do stupid things like you don't want to go parachuting without a, uh, a parachute. That's, that's, that's just dumb. But I think uh, the first step we could do is like make certain social risks. So for example, doing small talk with strangers, shooting street photography, asking a stranger to make a portrait of them. There's so many kind of like basic, simple things that we could experiment that, you know, don't require you jumping off a bridge. So uh, even simple things like, let's say you're single, and you want to go on a date. Better to ask somebody and get rejected than to never ask at all, even in street photography there's always some sort of risk inherent that you're going to piss somebody off or make somebody angry or whatever, but that's what necessary in order for you to make a great image. Even Henri Cartier-Bresson, I, I was watching this documentary with him and he said something like, oh, you know, you go to India, you know, uh, the men don't want the women to be photographed. And then there's a lot of guys like, oh, if you ever photograph my wife, I will like strangle you with my hands and kill you. So even Henri Cartier-Bresson, you know, had some massive huevos in terms of traveling the world and photo uh, photographing other peoples. And so just kind of realize that the higher the risk, the more fun and interesting it is, I suppose. And what holds so, so many people back, I think in terms of reaching the upper limits is um, the risk of failure. And then once again, let me, let me try to use um, powerlifting as an example. I'm one of the few people at the, the gym that I frequent that attempt the powerlifting style, like one rep maxing. And I would say actually I fail about maybe 60, 70% of the time, maybe 80% of the time. So for example, uh, two weeks ago, I tried four, 445 and I just couldn't get the weight off the ground. Like it just wouldn't budge, right? Then the week afterwards, I got it up like halfway and then this week I attempted 450 and I got it up like you know 70% of the way. And so um, I think a lot of people are afraid to fail because, oh, you know, I'm going to hurt myself or maybe they're even, it's kind of like an ego thing too. It's where it's like, you're afraid that, you know, other people are watching you if they don't see you successfully lifted, you know, you're afraid that they're going to stigmatize you or make fun of you or whatever. But I think that's kind of silly. I think um, that's why I don't believe in like, you know, powerlifting competitions or bodybuilding competitions because once you put your own ego and your own self-respect or your own self-esteem in the hands of others, then what's going to happen is 
you're gonna easily lose self-confidence and self-motivation to do it because then you become the slave of other people's opinions. Whereas me, like I don't care about my form or you know whether I'm doing things correctly or not because like I just do it for myself. Like <laughs> like, and I think this is where it's it's actually beneficial to do like ego lifting where you actually are lifting for yourself and your own ego, and that's what actually makes it much more more fun and uh, and interesting. And so even even now, like I'm not afraid of failure. All I'm interested in is pushing myself to the next limit and pushing myself to the max. And in that pursuit, I almost don't care whether other people applaud me or negate me, I suppose. And I think that's also perhaps another uh, another secret is that in the, in the quest of greatness or grandeur or whatever, you don't want to be afraid of the criticism of others. And also you don't want to you don't really care for the praise of other people too. There's, uh, I forget who says this, but then like one of the ancients who was like, you know, when someone praises you, I think, I, I think it was actually maybe Nietzsche who was like, essentially when someone praises you, say, oh, you know, good job, Eric, whatever. That person is stating that they're my equal. And it's interesting too, cause like I've noticed this too, when I'm at the gym, I see someone lift a very heavy thing. I'll, you know, give them a fist bump and like, poof, like you know, good job. And essentially what I'm saying is that wow, you're so strong, I admire you, but also I could do that, or I could maybe do that one day too. So also realize that whoever you generally tend to admire, you see a little bit of yourself in them, and you kind of want to like become them in some sort of way. But anyways, I'm starting to jabber on a little more, I'll try to cut this up uh, short, but generally the basic notion is this. You're capable of so much more than you might think you are, and in the quest of doing things, you know, be tied to reality, take big risks, try to start your own business, try to become self-employed, um, you know, take social risks, talk to people, take artistic risks, don't care about so much what other people say. Yo, check out this view. Providence, Rhode Island, baby. Home of flawless real talk. If you ever watch the Rhythm and Flow documentary, best city in America. Right, so I'm gonna go back to thinking and uh, philosophizing. So once again, um, I think this life to live a simple, basic life, it's quite, it's quite easy. It's quite predictable. It's, it's you know, <laughs> life ain't scary, right? So let us use our lives to experiment, to be conquerors, self-conquerors, see the extent of the human body, the human mind, the human spirit our creativity and let's see what you're made of. Thanks a lot for watching guys. Peace out.